Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall and is for the title of greatest podcast ever made. Introducing first, from San Diego, California, Austin Cook. And from Odessa, Texas, Caleb McLemore. And these two together make up the Internet World Order. What is going on, universe? It's Austin Cook, and today we have a new episode of the Internet World Order podcast. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Caleb McLemore. Today, we are exploring a franchise. We are exploring a saga. We are exploring something that has changed the face of entertainment and media forever. That man, or should I say, that hedgehog is called Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> exactly. And we're a little late on this because for those that keep up, like Sonic turned 30 uh, back in June. Uh, and I was wanting to kind of have an episode like just kind of covering the fact that one, Sonic turned 30 because I'll be turning 30 soon. So it gave me an excuse to talk about Sonic and it's a franchise that we we've alluded to it sometimes like in other episodes, like offhandedly, but this is de- like, it's kind of weird. It's like songs, one of those topics of like, where do you start? Or like, what do you say that hasn't already been said? But I was like, you know what? Screw it. He's turned 30. Let's give our own like perspective on the blue hedgehog. Exactly. I, th- I think that's a great way to kind of, you know, approach this topic. Because it's not like we're like, oh, we need to do like a deep dive on his entire career. Because as you had mentioned, Caleb, that would be several hours of us just talking. And as much as you guys might like listening to us talk, I don't think that you're going to want to sit and listen to us talk about a blue hedgehog for five, six hours. So (laughs) just just keep that in mind. We're we're doing a very abridged kind of approach to everything. And we're not going to talk about every single thing, obviously. But there's a lot of fun stuff about it. And Sonic played an important part in my childhood. It was one of the first games I ever got on GameCube. So like the first console I ever had was a GameCube, as I had just mentioned, like in just mine too. not like, oh, I have to share this with my brother, not a Nintendo 64 where we were blown into the cartridges like idiots. Because right. <laughs> that was one of the good things about the Internet is we learned the hard way that that was not what we were supposed to do. <laughs> and too well, late. the best part is when you found out it actually said that on the cartridge. We just never read it. Yeah, we're we're just lazy, and we wanted to play Goldeneye. That I mean, give yeah. us a break. So we have that kind of introduction to you know the little mini CDs, and the first game that I ever got because my parents were like, "Well, we're not going to get you like violent video games. We're not going to get you the Resident Evil game. What about Sonic Adventures too?" And I was just you know I was a little kid, so I was just like. Yay, yay, good, me like. So <laughs> that's how it all got started for me. I would sit there and sing the Escape from the City song that they had on the <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah, you know the one. We, <laughs> yeah, like shockingly catchy for it. Like they didn't have to go that hard. It, it's kind of like, uh, like the Tarzan soundtrack where you're like, you didn't have to do this. <laughs> this <laughs> you're not. <laughs> No, I'm just seeing that meme where it just showed like Charlie playing on the piano. It's like on fire, <laughs> right? <laughs> Going way too hard with it. <laughs> no, but I'm with like 
I guess it just shows that because well, the first console I like that I owned I was actually like mine was an N sixty four, but first game I ever played was like one of them was like Sonic two on the Genesis, and uh, having to kind of figure it out because like oh my sisters would help me with like how to do some certain things and like, Oh, like just so you can know, like here, like if you push down and press this button, he spin dashes and all this other stuff. So. A lo- so I like that game is so imbued into like my mind. I literally had a friend one time, like just text me and go, how many levels are in Sonic two? And I went, does that, you mean levels or just like how many acts there are total since some levels have two, some have three. He goes, how many acts are there? And I knew off the top of my head. Jeez. I was just like, give me a second. This many. How many levels are there, Caleb? How many acts are there, I should say? I should have had this number ready when I set myself up like you that. You don't know? You do. <laughs> well, because let's see, because you go, you go Emerald Hill, Chemical Zone, Aquatic Reef, Casino Night, Big Hill, Mystic Cave, I think Oil Ocean. And then you do the sky chase, the carrier, and then the two parts of the death egg. I forget. No, mecha- ah, there's a mechanical level too. So that's 10 levels. I don't know. I might be wrong. Cause I'm doing it on top of my head. It's late at night. So I, I'm also just teasing you, but <laughs> I appreciate the I fact have to that prove you prove myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, Austin, I need to show them. <laughs> <laughs> they need to know I'm not a fake fan. <laughs> They need to know how real I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, you know, obviously we, we had slightly different introductions and I actually was able to play the dreamcast or I I think it was the dreamcast, the dreamcast. Mm -hmm. And then the Genesis with a couple of my friends, uh, Matt and James, if you guys are out there, thank you, (laughs) Matt and James Meskel. Thank you guys. We played that game. And I was like, wow, this is so different than what I'm used to because I'm so used to playing as like Shadow the Edgelord, one of my yeah. favorite characters. And even as a kid, like I gravitated towards like the darker character. I was like, ooh, Shadow, he's so cool. He's so edgy. <laughs> the angst. And I was like, eight. <laughs> it was just so unbelievably like, oh yeah, that that that's what I I really that to speaks that. to me. <laughs> it's like been there, buddy. Like, no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, you're eight. What edge do you have in your life at this point? <laughs> what possible angst have you experienced in your short lifetime? Right. <laughs> Specifically, we're talking about me. Okay, so if you if you've had an edgy, angsty life when you were eight, I'm sorry, but it wasn't me. <laughs> and that's the whole point of the joke. So, but with that but in yeah. mind. I I also played the Shadow of the Hedgehog game. I was one of those guys. But I'm sorry. It wasn't as horrible as I think a lot of people are going to try and like attack it for. But I was very caught off guard by the fact that he was just straight up like shooting people. Like, yep. <laughs> like <laughs> with an actual gun, not like a oh with this dark gun, unlock some people down and save the day. Like he was just mm-hmm. like <laughs> destroying yeah. people and i was like you know most of them are robots but you're just like oh uh, uh, oh my gosh yeah and, and he's riding around a motorcycle <laughs> and he's cursing and you're just like what is this it's so edgy dude i love it <laughs> it's so perfectly hot topic <laughs> which at the time was perfect because that's back at like 
their peak popularity. Oh god, I wouldn't have had it any other way. They like I know we kind of tease it now, but I, I the thing is is I cherish it for that exact reason. Like, yeah, you can make fun of it, but don't deny that you were part of what like this audience back when it was around. Yeah. But <laughs> like if you try to if you try to deny it, you're lying to yourself. Everyone felt the edge. It's true. And but it's kind of like for me, like it does show like the I don't want to say generational because there's not that big of an age gap between us. But just like cause for me, I really like clung on to like Knuckles because I just thought he was really cool. Yeah. Even if he was a bit of a jerk initially before you find out he's not a jerk. He's just kind of stupid. And <laughs> he's just naive. <laughs> he's like, well, you're telling this to me, so you're probably not lying. And yeah. for anyone who's over the age of six. You know that that's not true. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. But like, I grabbed it because you know, cool design and like the whole like you know punching things and like that was cool. So I just gotta dig dig that because like that's another reason why we wanted to cover this is because when a character's been around for thirty years, that means people have very different like depending on when you got into the franchise, you uh, you have very different things you attach to or things that were like that stuck out to you. And that's, what's cool to me. Yeah. Well, funny. You mentioned that actually, I completely forgot about this throughout all of high school. I had a little knuckles keychain. Like I had a little plastic figurine of knuckles that I kept on my keychain for my keys. Nice. I love knuckles. Like I, I love shadow too, just cause he was kind of like the first character where I was like, wow, he's different. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. That sounded awful. When I said it. <laughs> he's not like other hedgehogs. He's, Built different. <laughs> he is built different, bro. <laughs> Which, actually, based on the lore of Sonic Adventure 2, you're not entirely wrong. I, I'm not even making a joke anymore. It's, just <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Which we'll get to that in a second. Dog. Yeah. No, I. It's. Uh, God. That's part of the. We'll, we'll talk about it more in a minute. But like how the lore just kind of. You could tell Sega kind of lost control at a certain point. Well, they, they threw everything at the wall that they had, and I wouldn't have changed that in any other way because they're like, you know what? We're not going to play it safe. And look what which we is got. Fine. We got Big we Cat. Got, <laughs> oh, which, fun fact for those of y'all that don't know, Big the Cat is the same voice that does Duke Nukem. Which I, I, I've actually met him before. He's very, very nice. Very, very good voice, by the way. He's yeah. <laughs> I just forget that he's Big Cat. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious because I remember he apparently was in an interview where he just started laughing at like when he sees how much people hate Big the Cat, mm-hmm. and but but they got the voice that says he's the one doing the voice. It's like yeah, it's the last person you would expect to do his voice. It's kind of <laughs> what we were talking about last week with you know Stallone being King Shark, right? Well, okay, <laughs> Stallone is born to play the King Shark that we are receiving he <laughs> there's no other person that i would rather have play him besides maybe well no one so <laughs> that about settles it <laughs> as soon as right. i found out i was laughing so hard i know we talked about that in our last episode the suicide squad who's going to survive which is available on all platforms you should go check it out absolutely okay. enough of that <laughs> enough promotion <laughs> promotion within our own episode (laughs) self-promotion for our own promotion (laughs) we (laughs) it's so funny like looking at just this weird cast of characters because when we started off initially 
it was Sonic, and it was Dr. Robotnik, a.k.a. Eggman, who is kind of amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's a great villain because he's so over the top. It's that, how did someone put it? It's like, it's so, they're so detestable, they circle back around and become likable. Right. They're like villains that still have a sense of danger to them, but you kind of empathize with them because they're sort of pathetic, but also hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Weirdly invested. Yeah. This strength, this guy that builds robots that would make Tony Stark jealous, but he loses to a hedgehog that bounces. (laughs) That's rough. (laughs) It's like the exact opposite of Mario. Actually, it's, you you have Sonic, who's an animal, fighting, you know, Eggman, yeah. and then Mario is fighting Bowser. It's coincidence? I mean, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Aliens? No, not what the attitude Sega had back then. They wanted Sonic to be the Mario killer, which many of you may laugh at that now going, that's dumb. It there was a time where it felt like that was actually going to happen. And the thing is, is I'm kind of glad that they set out to do that because obviously it didn't work, but that's for the better because they've consistently created like, well, number one, like obviously it's, it's all cool now because he's in smash bros. Like, yeah. And <laughs> they, they, they had the Mario and yeah, they had the Mario and Sonic Olympic games, which is so strange to still say out loud for me. I used to love those games, dude. They were so fun. <laughs> they look fun. It's just it's just weird as a kid that like grew up like when you dealt with the kids that were like, you know, fighting in like which is better, Sega or Nintendo. And now I'm just sitting here and I'm like, it's weird y'all are friends now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like which one's better? Yes. They they kind of have their own merits, and I think like it's almost kind of like Marvel and DC where it's like you sort of have people who are like, oh well, you know, they're they're constantly in this big competition against each other. And I was like, no, no, not, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's different. Like you think that you know this is big competition, but they work together more often than you even know. And it, it's slightly different than Marvel and DC because obviously they're owned by different companies. But Sega basically makes games for platforms and and for Nintendo now too. It's which it's was even approach. weirder. It was oh, I just want to talk about that because it's just It's been so long now that most people probably you almost forget that like these were heated rivals. Like Sega's goal was to overthrow Nintendo. And before Sony got involved, they were actually making headway to do it. Yeah. So just seeing them as friends. Now you're just like, my, how times change. Oh, Sony. <laughs> oh, Sony. We love you. We, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Oh, it's just, it, <laughs> it is what it is. But, um, the crazy part is like, because so, like you were saying, you start off with just Sonic and Robotnik. And it's a very simple story of Robotnik because like his robots are powered by animals and they're specifically Sonic's friends. And you got to go free them. Pretty simple, straight to the point. And then yeah. Sonic 2 comes along and you get Tails. And you're like, oh, okay, that's cool because now you can do a player too. Then Sonic 3 and Knuckles comes along and you get Knuckles. You're like, oh, antagonist. But then he turns to your side. Okay, cool. And then you get like all these other characters and Shadow's cool. 
But then you get like Charmy B and Vector the Alligator. And you're like, what? stop. Who are these people? Why should I care? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you get Big Cat. We love you, yeah. Big Cat. <laughs> and, uh, oh gosh, the, the, the green bird. Why am I forgetting his name? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, that, it's funny that you say that because since we're talking about Sonic, there's a series on, they've uploaded all their stuff from Newgrounds to YouTube. Called, yeah. It's the Sonic's Paradox channel. Mm-hmm. And they had a series spanning years called like Sonic Shorts. Uh, and it showed that green bird, like he's in a, like these two characters that are like forgotten Sonic characters are like in a bar, like cursing out Sega. Because mm-hmm. they're just like, because they haven't been in a game in like decades. And the green bird's like, you think you have it bad? No one even remembers me. <laughs> and they look over at him and they go, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I don't even think they list him on the Nintendo wiki. <laughs> oh my like, God. They have a, uh, they have cream, the rabbit, which I don't even want to get into how inappropriate that name could be misconstrued. They've cream, the yep. rabbit. They have silver, the hedgehog. <laughs> silver. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? <laughs> Oh gosh, uh, like, and he comes from the worst game they've made, and that's Sonic 06. A game <sighs> whose plot is so bad that thanks to time travel, they literally retcon themselves of it, out of existence. Oh wait, we have Rouge the Bat too. I, I'm falling into this rabbit hole of all these characters. Oh, Rouge is in Sonic Adventure too. Yes, she is. That was my introduction to her. And uh, I'm, well, that, wasn't that it was everyone else's game. introduction? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doi. <laughs> and then blaze uh, the cat blaze the cat yeah there's yeah blaze is cool. just because well no that's a, that's always been the joke it's like sonic and he has a few cool friends like you know tails knuckles shadow mm-hmm. and then there's everybody else i was like we don't care <laughs> we just yeah. want to play with sonic thing the sniper that's that's, that's a, a character chaotix there, oh gosh vector oh vector the crocodile what yeah oh crocodile not alligator that's right but uh so you have all these characters and I want to say this now because people are always like, why do they start calling him Eggman? Apparently Japan always called him Eggman. America, and I'll get back to this in a second because there's a big part of me that wonders if Sonic, if it wasn't for America, if Sonic would have been as big as he was mm-hmm. because when they told the American like branch, hey, we're going to call this guy Eggman. They're like, that name is stupid. No one in America is going to take him seriously. I'm like, yeah, just keep it. So like, we're going to call him Dr. Like Ivo Eggman Robotnik. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's how they worked around it. So they could make Japan happy, but still get their own name. And that's why there's a difference. And they changed it back in Sonic Adventure because due to like, it started becoming such a hassle. It's like, we'd have to reprogram parts of the game. They're like, eh, we'll just call him Eggman from now on. Right. <laughs> just, just stick to the guns. Just, yeah it's a blue anthropomorphic hedgehog why are you mad that Eggman sounds dumb i I, because it does (laughs) well yeah but like within the context of the universe it exists in is it really that bad (laughs) like anymore i guess i guess anymore that's the point now it's whatever you just kind of shrug and go sure but um well i mean this is the same company that you do know tails's full name right isn't it miles tails prowler yeah, miles per hour, miles per hour, miles per stop. <laughs> no, that was on purpose. And apparently, even the American bridges rolled their eyes and like, whatever, roll with it. 
yeah i i mean i clearly was not bothered by it (laughs) (laughs) i've continued to stick valiantly with this entire franchise which oh when we get to the movie guys (laughs) we have Oh god, I'm not even oh ooh. It's, <laughs> I, I love the movie by the way. So yeah, this, this is not a we're about to like be upset. It's just yeah. it's we're not gonna roast this. We're not gonna roast this movie, but there is so much that happened with the production of that film. A lot of which oh, I right. actually kind of admire, and we'll get yeah. to that. But <laughs> just yeah, the whole just, context. Even before that, this entire like franchise has just had this insane trajectory of like random controversies that seem to appear out of nowhere and sometimes aren't even anyone's fault it's it's true like (laughs) let's talk about one of the biggest ones now that are like it's one of those like it's kind of comp it might not be so common now just because it's been so long but austin are you familiar with the controversy around the music in sonic 3 (sighs) caleb go ahead and discuss it Cool. I'll keep this obviously <laughs> bird's eye view because this is not the kind of podcast we're going to deep dive into this particular thing. So, um, Michael Jackson was a huge fan of Sonic. Apparently, they said that like Michael was an inspiration behind why they gave Sonic red shoes. So, um, he, as the legend goes, he made a lot of the tracks for Sonic Three. And you do hear a difference from like two to three. Like three definitely has like this like like I don't know, like funky like edge to it. Not edge, like funky like vibe, like just rhythm to it. And but you notice like Michael doesn't get credited, they don't ever talk about it. It's because that's when all the allegations of like what happened to like Neverland Ranch started coming up. So Sega obviously had to like distance themselves immediately. <laughs> like Yeah. And just be like, okay, we're going to bring somebody else in to finish up the music. Yeah, imagine the controversy <laughs> they, they would have had if they'd stuck to their guns. Yeah, especially Ooh, back yikes. then when it's like, no, 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 no. That would be blood in the water. But that's the other thing I like about this franchise. No matter how good or bad the game might be, l- looking at you, Sonic and the Black Knight, um, oh, oh, we'll get to Sonic in the B night. <laughs> we'll get to Sonic in the B night, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That and like Sonic Unleashed, where half the game is good, but um, uh, the We're music st- has always consistently been good, and I appreciate yeah. that. That no, we're in complete agreement on that. Actually, I I can't think of anything they've made that was like poor. The, yeah, they've always I mean, consistently either had like a return of characters that are liked or really solid music even if it's not a perfect product which nothing is they've never failed on the music end it's like all the the dceu like regardless of how some of the movies were received the like the scores and the music always always were good oh yeah they hired the best and you got hans zimmer bro i dare you to criticize hans zimmer (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and that especially in the Genesis days, that was by design. They wanted Sonic to kind of have this like, and I will this would is appropriate to say like they wanted him to have like an edge to him that Mario just didn't have. Mm-hmm. So that's why they did certain things. Like if you just sat there and didn't move, Sonic starts stomping his foot. He kind of looks at you at the screen. He's like, "Were you gonna do this or what?" And <laughs> they did things like that. And 
and the music they want to be like have be like faster pace and stuff compared to what Mario had because the Mario music is also like you know top tier, but they wanted to stick out, and they did a good job with it because, I mean, if you all you gotta do is type in like Sonic remixes in the YouTube or Spotify, and you'll mm-hmm. find just dozens upon dozens of hours of people who have just made excellent renditions of various tracks from the games, whether it's a level or maybe like a boss fight music or whatever it may be. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. And I think the only, I want to say the only franchise that might be able to give them a run for their money is probably doom. Oh gosh. Yeah. But doom is amazing. And, and, and it fits perfectly for the French. <laughs> right. They, they also understood the assignment. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, those are the two that I always kind of look at and go zero complaints. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I think you said it best. They understood the assignment. They know they knew the character that they were dealing with. Right. And, and the thing with Sonic is like Sonic for the most part is the same kind of like, <laughs> gotta go fast. Like jokey sort of, run around fast character that I, I'm really oversimplifying what he's like, but you understand what I'm trying to say. You can kind of yeah. play around a little bit, but the genre for the most part stays the same. It'll explore some elements of like the time and era that it's being made and kind of what the trends are, but without beating you over the head. Like look at this popular song. Do you like this popular song? They usually will make their own music for it. That's really catchy. Like I mentioned with Sonic Adventures Two. I still kind of know some of the lyrics to that song. And oh yeah, it's like a 20 year old game at this point. (laughs) So like that's how good that their music has been. So you guys understand that now. Now. Yeah. Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's talk about Sonic in the mid 2000s. Yes, we have to. (laughs) Okay. 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 Okay, so <laughs> it was a dark time. Like people need like I'm trying to think of how to put this because there's a reason why any y'all whenever whenever someone like stumbles onto like my Instagram or whatever, they always notice that like after I put you know they're like I'm this this and this, I'll always put and a long suffering Sonic fan at the very end every time. <laughs> and what Oz is about to go into is exactly why I have that tagline. So go ahead, sir. So for me, I don't really know what went wrong entirely. They had some of the issues that have been in games that have been much better received, like camera angles. Like when once they moved into a more 3D platform, camera angles. Oh my goodness. I would go to the screen and then I would like flip around, junk into a wall. I'd be being attacked by robots. I wouldn't be able to see. I'd move and then it would flicker around. And I was like, what is going on? What is this? What's happening? Why is any of this happening? And it's been plaguing the series. I guess just maybe it was rushed. Maybe there was miscommunications and it wasn't entirely complete. But. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Here it is. First of all, it was our introduction to Silver the Hedgehog 
Yep. And and the, and the meme of it's no use. It's no use. <laughs> <laughs> I know that is what this is from. Oh gosh, it was I. Like you play a Sonic Shadow and then a new character, and you're like, hey, this should be cool. Like there was a lot of praise for it. Like before it even came out, everyone was like, let's go. People on paper, were, it was set up to succeed. Yeah, and I think that might have actually been why it was treated so harshly was because you had Sonic Adventure 2, which, you know, wasn't, you know, hailed as like this perfect critical acclaim game. It was just well received because it was a ton of fun, even with its issues. And it introduced a lot of people to Sonic, especially at a young age in a game that was constantly developing and trying new things, which I always appreciate. I think if you're able to do new things and keep people engaged and interested, even if the results aren't always perfect, still, he tried. And this, I just, it was the loading times. I remember just sitting there and I was like, what, like, how long has it been? Yeah. What is going it, on? And then the cameras and the story was just so weird. And the graphics, it's like they're trying to be Final Fantasy and it's like, what is happening? I, it just, it didn't feel like it fit. And it, not for a lack of effort, though. I will, I will put this out there. Well, that's part of, I think, why some people get angrier about it, because you see that, you see they really tried. Right. Like, this is, I'm, I'm it wasn't never, a lazy effort. I'm never going to disrespect the people who worked on this game, because game design is really hard. And right. I have no real background in how to properly build all those things. So I, you will always have my respect, and whenever I approach like constructive criticism of it, I'm just like, yeah, this didn't work for me. Or like, yeah, like I, I think this was something that became an issue for me. I don't know if that was the intention. But yeah, you know, this game just was just absolutely ripped apart when it first came out, with some of the only praises being, well, actually, Caleb, the graphics <laughs> and I mean, the, they the were music. Good. They, they were weird. very good. It it was just so different from what we were used to with Sonic, because you're like, it's like almost photorealistic sometimes. Yeah, and they made eight <laughs> and they made Robotnik look like a human instead of a like an egg shaped right. Teddy Roosevelt, which that, is like, what? Yeah. That was, that was distressing. I actually do yeah. remember that. <laughs> I was very, so, very uncomfortable. <laughs> so yeah. Like, so like once again, the graphics were good. You could tell effort was put. So that's why it made people angrier. Cause it's like, y'all did so much work for the yeah. wrong thing. <laughs> right. There, there was a lot of pressure put on them and so it's, it's just too bad. It, it really, just, it, it also didn't come out on Wii. No, because um, I want to give because this this is a little older when it came out. I think part of what hurt this game was Sega, as we know, like the Dreamcast was the final system Sega made. Rest in peace. You deserved better. Yeah. I'll say that every time. Yeah. If only you could play DVDs, you would have survived. Pour one but, out um, for the Dreamcast. Always. But it was my favorite system. I, my only regret with video game. Well, there's two. Traded in my DS for a PSP. That was a mistake. Oof. And yeah. And getting rid of my Dreamcast. Granted, I got a GameCube and I don't regret getting I just regret getting rid of my Dreamcast because I miss it to this day. Yeah. But all that aside. So Sega was no longer, you know, making consoles. And on the Xbox, which kind of was the Dreamcast too, because a lot of Sega people worked for Xbox. That's why. Jet Set Radio Future, Crazy Taxi 3, 2 and 3, 
all that was Xbox exclusive because Microsoft and Sega worked out a deal. And um, Sonic the Hedgehog 06 was the first like true blue original game made since Sega went under on a console. Cause you know, don't at me with Sonic advance. I know those games existed. I know, yeah. but um, <laughs> I, and they're good. You brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Like the handheld games were there. Yes. Noted. But so this was the first big release on the console since the, the Dreamcast went under. So there's a lot of hype behind it. And then Sega was like, Oh, this is basically like a soft reboot. And I'm like, Oh, cause we want to bring Sonic back and he's in this new age and all. And so you got people hyped up going, Oh, they're going to make, this is gonna be like, this is going to impact gaming like the very first game did. And then they rushed it because they wanted to make sure it came out on the 15 year anniversary of Sonic and the holiday season too. go figure. Yeah, I know. Which, yeah, it's been 15 years since Sonic 06. Wow. I'm sorry. Whoa. But, um, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> aging. But, um, <laughs> So when you put all that together, it just, and plus the story, okay, to probably explain this, when Sonic was first made, and in Console Wars, if you, do, if you decide to read the book, I would highly recommend it. It's a phenomenal book. Mm-hmm. There's a part where Kalinske, uh, who is the head of, not the head, but the head of like the marketing thing department at the Sega of America, and they faxed over from Japan their uh, concept art for Sonic and he's looking at it and at first he didn't even know what a hedgehog was he had to look that up but then after that um, he saw he, it was this brown hedgehog that had like fangs wearing a leather jacket playing guitar and had a human girlfriend so Teen Wolf basically yeah and he looked at that and goes <laughs> get rid of yeah yeah right he goes get rid of the girl get rid of the fangs make him a different color. Brown's not going to work and get rid of the jacket and the guitar. And they did it. And then Sonic 06 comes around and almost like Kalinske knew what he was talking about. They gave Sonic a human girlfriend and it was weird to put it lightly since I want to keep this, you know, P you know, PG ish, but, um, and at the end of the story, Sonic dies and gets revived because she kisses him. Which, as one satire cartoon pointed out, I don't know what's more disgusting, the fact that she kissed an animal or a corpse. I would say both. (laughs) (laughs) I think both of those kind of fall into the category of... mm. (laughs) Yeah, of a nope. How about no? (laughs) So, yeah, everyone kind of universally agrees. This is when Sonic was at the lowest. Right, which, granted, you could be in a worse spot because there are good things to say about this game at the very least. It's not like it was a complete and total, absolute, like, they will never recover from this. That that is part of what made people mad because there were times where it's like, this works, and then they'd run into a technical glitch or they'd fall through the stage. Yeah, And it's just like... Right when they're like, oh, this is fun. And now it's not. Right. It's not like unplayable, but it's frustrating because you're, you're trying to enjoy the experience, the experience that you're being given. But this is before, you know, you had automatic updates and the ability to 
to fix so many aspects of games that maybe weren't working. Exactly. And combine that with a rush schedule and an intense amount of pressure. Oh gosh, I would have cracked. Yeah, no, and here's the thing too. Sonic has this weird, and Sega did this to themselves because something that Nintendo has done that I respect them for is they've made sure to specify different types of Mario games. Yeah. There's the Mario and Luigi games that are like RPG-like. There's the Paper Mario series. There's platforming Mario. There's 3D Mario. And there's all the crazy like sports game Marios. But they made sure to specify all of those. Mm-hmm. Mario Sega Party, didn't. Mario Soccer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sega didn't. They just released whatever they wanted to and just slapped Sonic's name on it. So you're, you have these divisions mm-hmm. of people who are like, no, we need, to be, we need the game to be more like the original Genesis games. We're like, no, we need like basically Sonic Adventure 3. And let me say my controversial thing. Sonic 06 was Adventure 3. Get over it. Um, so right. people want more games like that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then more people were like, no, they need to be like, they need to have like the realistic graphics. Like, no, they'd be like, you had all this division because Sega didn't properly like specify different types of Sonic games. So you just have fans bickering at each other of what makes a good Sonic game. Right. You're, you're also dealing with granted. If you're a part of this fan base, I, I don't care. <laughs> You're dealing with a fan base that is notoriously fickle and oh, yes. notoriously reactive. They will see something, and if it's anything to the contrary, because you have different subsects of a group, obviously this doesn't make you all bad people. Like, no duh. But like wrestling fans, sometimes video game fans don't know what they want, but they will say something, and then when they get it, they're like, well, I actually kind of changed my mind. I want this instead. And I think that's where Sega messed up. They didn't because Nintendo kind of has that mentality for better and for worse. Trust me. I know the mistakes they've made with this mentality of we're going to do it this way and you're going to like it. Yeah. Sometimes that works. (laughs) That's how we get the switch. Other times that doesn't work. Like how their online is still terrible. Yeah. So (laughs) there is that you're right. (laughs) But uh, Sega unfortunately took the opposite approach of we're just going to bend to every one of their whims. Yeah. On a moment's notice. Release the Sonic cut. (laughs) Basically. Like it really was. But um so unfortunately, because of this, I mean this was it just put such a like dark cloud over Sonic that it he I I would argue he's pulled out of it now. Oh but it took a long time. Here, well, here's the thing. I think if they hadn't had him in Brawl, I, I think it would have been a lot longer. But I think Brawl kind of put Sonic back on the map because we were all freaking out when we found oh, out yeah. that Sonic was going to be in Brawl. Because number one, just company-wise, like, wow, that's a big deal. Even though mm-hmm. you know they'd been making games for Nintendo for a long time, it shouldn't have been a surprise. <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, it, it's like it's it, it, it's like a. It's like in the use wrestling. It's like when the WCW guys started coming over, you're just like, even though, even though it made total sense, you're just like, what? What? <laughs> and even nowadays, like AW, when WWE guys, well, I'm not going to call them WWE guys, but when people who are freshly released from WWE show up in AEW, everyone's like, ah! yeah, but then you remember, they like, made the, <laughs> yeah, they made the logical choice. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow. They're doing, literally the smartest business choice they could 
And yeah. <laughs> again, that's the same thing with Sonic because we had Sonic 06 and then right after that, thank God, we got Sonic and the Secret of and, the Rings. Oh, God. And, and the Secret Rings, which yep. it was better. It was better. It was. No, it, it's not a high bar, but yes. Yeah, Wait, yeah I, I'm not saying that this is the Citizen Kane of Sonic games. I think that one probably still goes to like probably two or three. Yeah, opinion. I would. <laughs> yeah, I, either three and Knuckles, or I'll go ahead and say like potentially Mania. Yeah, it's really good. Mania is really good. I just I don't know. Two is also pretty solid, but I, I think of three course. probably is the biggest embodiment of it. But also, I just have a soft spot for Sonic Adventures too. So e- easy for me to also go like it's it's hard to say. But I think when you look at the overall scope of things, which one would be better? It's not yeah. Sonic 06. No offense. <laughs> But it, it it's it's unfortunate more than it is anything else. It's very frustrating and disappointing that it didn't work out like we all hoped it would. But thankfully, we have had a change of that. And with that in mind, we also have Sonic and the B Knight, <laughs> which is better. Can, 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 I, <laughs> can I just take a stab? And it sounds like you've played this game. Here's the deal. I'll, I'll, I'll sum up my experience with this game because I don't regret playing this game and I'm not going to sit here and dunk on it the whole time. Like that's not my goal here is to sit here and dunk on Sonic because I love Sonic. Yeah. I remember in the opening, like the cinematic opening of Sonic and the B night, which by the way, it's Sonic and the black Knight, but I'm, I'm calling it Sonic and the B night. We, <laughs> it's when, you have like this possessed Arthurian knight chasing after this, uh, this wizard or sorceress. Uh, I think it was Merlin's daughter. It really doesn't. You tell matter. me. I never played it. <laughs> it really does not matter. I'll, I'll put it that way. But Sonic falls through this portal into this world. And as he's falling, there's a bunch of chili dogs falling with him. You laugh, Caleb. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just happy that, that they kept that lore intact from the cartoons. When I saw that happen, I didn't get mad, but I did, I did squeeze my remote a little bit harder. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I twitched a little bit and I squeezed the remote, but I didn't cave. That is basically the sum of my experience with how I felt playing this game. Because... Again, I'm going to give it points for doing something different, even though some people like will try and get low hanging fruit and be like, well, it doesn't fit. It's so dumb. It's, it's like Sonic the Hedgehog. And like, first of all, dude, it's a hedgehog. Like, relax. <laughs> okay. Right. Him becoming a knight in a different dimension is not as insane as people make it out to be. Number yeah. two, the bosses in that game were so obscenely difficult. <laughs> I heard about that. That that is what I've heard about that game. It's you. You can get really good at. They're beatable. They they are beatable. This is still a game that kids can pick up and play and not completely lose their minds over. But with adults, you start getting emotional. (laughs) You start the emotions start to creep in, and you start to kind of you don't tear up, but you get mad. You get you feel spited because you're trying so hard to beat this game that you feel should have already been beaten. But the controls are so hard. And you're so tired because you're swinging a Wii remote around like it's an actual sword and you're just exhausted because you've just been killing 
all these nights all day. But the thing is, but the thing is, is that they'll still give you a bad grade. You'll beat the whole thing perfectly and you'll still get like a C. And you're like, (laughs) to quote Game Grumps, endlessly frustrating. (laughs) Endlessly frustrating. And some, like, the controls are just so, like, granted, if you get really good at them, you can still do well in the game, but they'll catch you off guard. You're like, what is this? I'm so confused. It's so, like, oh gosh it's just chaos it's pure unbridled chaos and yeah, i wasn't I, ready for it because i i just wanted to play sonic <laughs> I, I remember motion controls too but um i was like what, what, what's going on no i and look and this is the thing is that because though those games were better than 06 mm-hmm. because they weren't like big knockouts like for it's kind of when we talked about resident evil when three kind of came out to middling like okay reviews and then four was borderline perfect and it kind of put a shadow over it. Oh, six did then the opposite effect of like, even though they were making progress because they didn't just have like this home run, like slam dunk winner, uh, the dark cloud kind of stayed over Sonic and cause then you got Sonic colors and I haven't played it, though I actually am looking to... I think I'll grab the re-release that's coming out soon. and or if, it has, or if it's already come out, I might be just not remembering. People... It's like a lot of people kind of looked up and went, oh, wait, there's still hope here. Because Colors has flaws. Yeah. But it's still, from what I've heard and seen, even guys who typically will hate on Sonic to a point that it's actually funny because they go over-the-top comedic, like Maximilian, dude. Mm-hmm. Even he had to step back and go, Colors is legitimately a fun game. It is. It, so, it's it's not, you know, like the greatest entry in the franchise, but like that usually doesn't really get determined until later on. Like once it's exactly. kind of a legacy. But it gave people hope because it showed the magic wasn't gone. Right. And, and I think that's why people were so like frustrated because they wanted they wanted it to succeed. That that's just my personal opinion. Is they're like we want this to do well. That's why we're here. <laughs> no, no, you no you you nailed it. It's what as as insane as Sonic fans are, and they are. And I can say that I've seen you people. I, y'all are insane, just as I am. So we're in good company. But <laughs> um, the fans they're not. It's not like they're hate playing these games. They want it to be good. They want it to be. Like Sonic to be this huge deal again, like he was in the '90s and early 2000s. So then we got to what is I think, as much as I do love Adventure 2, I think the best 3D Sonic game, at least that I've played, is Generations. I will allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it'd be. I knew it. I was waiting. I was like, I know he's not going to agree with this, but I, I see um, where you're coming from, though, and. Y- that that's valid. That's valid. Yeah, because I thought it was cool what they did. Because as I alluded to earlier, because there's this division of Sonic needs to be a platformer. No, Sonic needs to be like 3D, and because you have Sonic Unleashed, and you're like, y'all haven't mentioned that. It's like, well, only because half the game is good, and that's the part where you play as Sonic, and um, the part where you play as the Werehog is frustrating on so many levels. And, Can you say uh, that one more time? <laughs> 
Okay. When you play as the werehog, because <laughs> Okay, you're, okay, that's the, you're okay. Good. <laughs> no 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 I deserve that. I try I try <laughs> thought he wouldn't notice, but we did. But, um, I pick up on everything. Nothing <laughs> gets past me. <laughs> but um that's the other thing is Sega kept being like super focused on gimmicks. Like, don't get me wrong, Mario has gimmicks too, like Sunshine with Flood, Odyssey with Cappy. But mm-hmm. they weren't gimmicks that felt like they overshadowed the main person. Whereas with Sonic, any enjoyment you got out of the game got sucked out of you because of the werehog levels, which I remember seeing a video where someone said, you know how they could have fixed this? If they just made the werehog levels, you just played as knuckles. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Like, like, cause then you have a character who's known for punching. And doing combos. Just have him do it. And um It's not the wrong take. <laughs> yeah. And uh so you get the generation. So you have this this you have this division of, you know, he needs to be like in the unleashed levels where sort kind of like people kind of mock him for being like they're basically like temple run, like the the you know, the mobile game, but mm-hmm. with Sonic and you go way faster. But and that's kind of fair, but also unfair. But generations are like, screw it, we'll do both. We'll have little classic Sonic and bigger, like, modern Sonic. And you go through these levels. The first level's like classic. The second level's like modern. And while the game is still not perfect, uh, the Time Eater at the end is one of the dumbest bosses I've ever fought. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, because I still, to this day, I don't know how I beat it. I just kept pressing buttons until it worked. And despite those flaws, it was still fun. And it was just a huge celebration of the games. It was cool to to see levels because they had like a Genesis era, Dreamcast era, and then like since then era, I guess. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. I, I can actually, I can get behind that because even though Sonic Generations isn't like my favorite of all the games, it's still it it feels like the proper way to do homage without it being like look at all the cool stuff we did in the past without building anything new for the future and i think that was a smart move i agree so for me it's one of those moves where it's like it could be a really big risk but it paid off and yeah and once, i admire that yeah and once again more people were once again just like oh okay cool and people kind of started feeling great thinking like oh sega's back like these games may not be, you know, home run hits, but they're improving. They're getting better. Mm-hmm. And then Sonic Lost World came out, and I tried to play that game. Mm-hmm. I, both to you, Austin, and to you lovely people that are listening to us, I can't properly describe the rage I felt when I found out you have to hold down a sprint button. I was like, I'm sorry. I have to do what in a Sonic game? Yeah, I. <laughs> it's the same. Like, it's one of those games where I'm like, I don't hate this game. I th- there's things about it that can be taken away and enjoyed. But it's like the Arkham Knight issue that I have. And for any of you who have played. uh Batman Arkham Knight, which is like in the Arkham series of like Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, both great games. Arkham Knight is really good too. But 
when they give you control of the Batmobile. So you're like, oh, cool. Like, finally, we get to be in the Batmobile and we get to drive around and you get to do battle in it. You get to, like, use it as a tank, which is awesome. That sounds cool, right, Caleb? Yeah, it, it should. <laughs> yeah, here's the deal. You have to hold down the left bumper the entire time to be in tank mode. Mm-hmm. So you, you can move around like normal, but once you want to be in tank mode, you got to hold that sucker down and you've got to do yeah. it the entire time, sometimes for very long, prolonged moving around fights. It, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it reminds me of like, it's my one gripe against like Devil May Cry 5 mm-hmm. is to lock on the people. You have to hold that button down while you're doing combos. Yeah. And the combos in Devil May Cry get complicated. Oh, you don't. They're like Tekken, but on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, once you figure out the flow, you can do it. But it's just like, I could learn these faster if I didn't have to hold down a bumper the entire time. Yeah, it's it's worth trying out. But again, like I, I don't know how it got past QA. I don't know how Agreed. they were like, yeah, like, let it go through. Maybe they were like, why not? Maybe it did work. Maybe it tested well with the people that they tried it with. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And it, it didn't work for me because it's one of those things that like. When it's a core component of the game, it gets very like tiring. In a yeah. way of like just actual physically tiring, not like, oh, gosh, I'm tired of having to work hard. They're like my hand is tired. Yeah. <laughs> and I am struggling. You shouldn't have to be dealing with that in a Sonic game. No. I mean, at least for that reason, like if you're doing if it had like weird, like, I don't know, like you're trying to figure out like how to. Like com- uh, combo together various like, I don't know, like homing strikes or something. That's one thing you shouldn't have to hold down a button to sprint. I'm yeah. just. And it also kind of got a bad, yeah. It also kind of got a bad rap, and I do think it's a little unfair. But I also understand it of when people said it's a bootleg Mario Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, no, you're right. I'm like, it's a tad bit unfair, but I also get it. I get in- exactly why you would think that. Right. So, yeah. So that came out, and people just kind of like you could almost feel the air like leave the room of people going, Oh no. Mm-hmm. And of course we're just covering the console stuff. Like, yes, I know like there's Sonic and the dark brotherhood that came out. That's kind of a polarizing game. Now that was yeah. like on the uh, DS. Yeah. It was the DS. And yeah. And uh, either loved it or hate it. There's no in between. Yeah. So Sonic rivals too. And we didn't even mention Sonic heroes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I actually didn't hate that game. No, it's, it's not the easiest game to control, but once you get a feel for it, it can actually be pretty fun. And I like the the idea of like tag team based like work in that. Yeah. So for me, it works for me. I, I thought it was fun. I just thought it was weird that in that game, the hardest difficulty didn't involve you playing as Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like, okay, that's a, I get what you're going for, but you're kind of undercutting your main guy here. Right. Well, they were definitely trying to to push a lot of the other characters, I think, too, and make them as big a mainstream names as Sonic is, which fair. Yeah, I mean, fair. and I think <laughs> I think maybe that's where Sega screwed up a little bit is that they're trying to force it because like in Mario, there's a bunch of characters who have come who have become super popular in the years since mm-hmm. like Luigi. He's even gotten his own games has yeah. his own franchise with Luigi's Mansion. I love Luigi's like, Mansion. Oh, phenomenal games. Uh, I haven't played the newest one yet, but it's good. Uh, the, yeah, good. I'm glad to hear. 
like, but the GameCube and the 3D, the 3DS one was one of the best 3DS games I ever played. Don't at me, but um, I won't. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> uh, it's like so, but you had Wario, like War Waluigi's super popular, and he's only in like the crossover games with like sports and stuff. They kind of just naturally let the fans decide who to be popular and who isn't going to be. Whereas Sega's like, you're going to like this character or so help me God. They just start chanting. They're like, big cat, big cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's true. Like, it kind of reminds me of the like the meme I saw where it's like the difference between certain superheroes. It's like Captain America, while he may not, you know, while he may be a little confused by the vegan lifestyle, completely respects his fellow Americans and their choices. Deadpool ties them to the tree and force feeds them meatloaf until they like cave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that I, I literally can't think of a better way to put it. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> I was like, that just, and that's why people came to resent a lot of these characters. Cause it's like, I mean, and I know we obviously we're going to, especially myself will reference wrestling a lot because it's just, I've mm-hmm. watched my whole life. If you try to force someone, people are naturally going to be like, well, now I hate them. Yeah. Because you so, can see right through it and you're like, I would have liked this person if you hadn't have kind of tried to streamline them to me or force them down my throat. That's a big one. Let them develop naturally. Exactly. Or, and if the fans like them, cool. If they don't, well, then find ways to do stuff that maybe the fans will start liking them. Cause you never know. Uh, I mean, for a long time, Johnny Cage was kind of a, not a joke, but he was definitely kind of the ones people kind of poked fun at in Mortal Kombat. And right. now he's one of the most popular characters. So <laughs> it, it can be done. And you, you're not wrong. I just, it's just wild to me. I, I, okay. Quick tangent, very briefly. I cannot believe I forgot about this. Do you remember the Neo Geo pocket color? Yes. Wait. That, oh, that took me a second. They, yeah. They. I think they had uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog Pocket Adventure for that. Oh yeah. The 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 handheld that like five people bought. Right. But I remember it. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I remember it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean. If you want to talk about let's talk about Sonic Shuffle. Their attempt at trying to make a Mario Party game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I owned that game on game on Dreamcast. One of the things. Go ahead. Oh, it's, it's one of those games of I remember loving it as a kid. I don't want to play it now as an adult because I'm afraid I'm going to hate it. Yeah, you're like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. So this is I don't think this is much of a hot take. I think Sonic and like the Sonic universe and the Sonic characters are always designed to be better when they kind of fit into the timeline of like sports-based or athletic-based stuff. Like, whereas Mario and like Mario Party, they absolutely shine and stuff like Mario, well, Mario Party, duh, I just said. Yeah. But <laughs> they they kind of thrive in that environment because it's like they're these quirky, weird sort of like, here we go! And like, they're characters that fit into a different vibe and a, a different atmosphere and group like the different people granted you can like both like i'm come on absolutely but you can definitely tell that certain people are like this is more my speed this is something that i like sonic literally is designed around speed and i'm not yep. trying to be you know i'm not trying to be a smart ass but 
you literally have this character where it's almost inherently designed to be a more intense experience because you're going super, super fast. Like Sonic Riders, Mm -hmm. stressful game (laughs) because I always feared I was going to crash. Yeah, I mean, it's like what we now know to be a made-up marketing slogan of blast processing in the Sega Genesis to tell you how blazing fast Sonic was. And now we all know blast processing is not a thing. It never was a thing. It was just a good PR stunt that worked. And yeah. uh, to your point, because that's why I think some people, there has been a struggle with like 3D Sonic because I think there's just the limitations with consoles. Like when you're trying to make someone that goes super fast, it kind of almost like by nature breaks the game. Mm-hmm. And since Mario isn't built around speed, you can kind of just do whatever with him he is versus Sonic. Different. It looked quite literally, <laughs> but, but that's why. And when you build up good, good faith with people. You can try weird things like Mario strikers. Great game. Weird, but they had so much good faith built up. They could try that. Right. I, so, I mean, come on Mario and Sonic go to the Olympics. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I, I but, enjoyed those. They were fun. Yeah, no, they, they're fun for what they are. They just never quite hit. I think it's because they kept it as realistic as you could mm-hmm. versus doing super video gamey like Olympic stuff. It's more like they're legitimately running track. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like suddenly they're taking off and doing like an F zero thing, which so I think, I think that took people off guard. I wish that there was an in universe explanation for why anyone stands a chance against Sonic. Cause like in any event. Yeah. I was like, guys, <laughs> like, yeah, I, the, I may be 12 years old, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and I think that I think there's a lot of people that like that was their hangout. They're just like, yeah, that's the only people that should be keeping up with Sonic is literally Shadow and Metal Sonic. That's it. And and metal Sonic is literally made of metal. I yeah, he's <laughs> literally a robot that's using you know propulsion to like run. It's so, cheating, dude. Do you think that they had like a big like scandal for like PEDs <laughs> <laughs> for like is all the PEDs these if it's literally built into you? <laughs> Imagine they got Sonic like in his headband talking to like a group of people all flashing cameras at him. And they're like, what do you think? (laughs) Sonic, did you fail the drug test? (laughs) What do you think about this PED scandal involving tails? Oh, my gosh. Now I'm now I'm surprised there hasn't been a YouTube video where someone's done that. (laughs) um, Imagine tails getting popped for steroids. Or they're just like, come on, guys, I don't look like I've been using PEDs at all. Oh my god, okay, because we can talk about this. The game that came out... Oh, because speaking of a character that looks like they were hitting the gym... And His the, tails uh, have and, veins. <laughs> he's just like, He's T-posing the entire Olympics, and they're like, yeah, no. looks normal to me. <laughs> no, no, no. Since you're talking about this, I'm just like, let's talk about a character that got a redesign that looks like they were hitting the gym for... ever and full of steroids. Let's talk about Sonic Boom. Okay. I'm so glad you. This was the perfect segue. Knuckles looks so huge. Oh, he looks like a giant meathead, dude. And that's in the cartoon that they made based off Sonic Boom. That's how they treated him. <laughs> so, like, okay, no, I got, I get to share this story. <laughs> I get to share this story now, and this is one of my favorites. Because when I used to work, you know, selling cell phones in Target, 
when Sonic Boom came out and I saw all the bad reviews. And at first I was like, are they just being mean? Or I read some of the reviews are like, no, this game is like, doesn't work. I was like, oh, okay, I'm not buying it. And there's a person, and they knew I was a, one, uh, one of the, my coworkers, they knew I was a big Sonic fan. I was like a few aisles over helping somebody. Mm-hmm. And they were helping a guy in the electronics section. And it's like about to get Sonic Boom. And my friend's like, he yells at me a few aisles away, goes, hey, this guy wants to buy Sonic Boom and he won't listen to me. Why should he not buy it? I just, and I yell back, it's 06 bad. And you just hear, because he dropped the game and walked off. Oh. Oh, that's brutal, dude. <laughs> that is, wow. Oh, it was, I was, <sighs> when I heard that crash, I, I just started laughing. <laughs> just, nope. I, like, I just saved you 60 bucks. Again, I don't know what happened. Because they focus on gimmicks. Because it's like an unnecessary, an unnecessary redesigns. I'm okay with redesigns as long as the game is fun. Like I can put up with like some cosmetic stuff if the game is fun enough to play. But that's fair. The only thing I remember is people are like, I don't really have an opinion on this overall game because I literally cannot play it. I I literally like. Again, like cameras and controls. Yeah, that's what people were saying in the reviews I read. Like they're like, we can't even like we're saying this game is bad because it literally doesn't work. I'm like, okay, that's a legit thing. Yeah. And they're like, I want to review your game. I simply cannot. <laughs> yeah. Though, ironically, the car, and once again, redesigned Eggman to where he was, instead of being an egg, now he just has like the chest of gods. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's built different. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Like, he kind of reminds me of like the 90s Captain America. Like, I was like, good lord. Yeah. We're but, like, um, whoa. <laughs> but, uh, Surprisingly, the show was way more successful than the games. The show, I, I've seen a little bit of the show. It was kind of clever. It <laughs> starts off. It starts off very formulaic of Sonic and the and the gang outsmarting Eggman, Sonic and then it's like at some game. point. <laughs> I know. Right, shut up. <laughs> okay. I, especially when I, hear, when I say that in my head, I start hearing the Always Sunny music, and I'm like, stop. And, um, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh. It starts off that way of like, you know, formulaic of like, you know, Eggman's doing this, Sonic and, you know, they beat him and, you know, save the day. And when the game like became a dumpster fire, it's almost like Sega just stopped caring. And the writers are like, wait, they're not overseeing anything that we're doing. Let's just have fun with this. And that was the, the correct decision. And they started getting very meta. Like they were literally making fun of the Sonic fan base. And... It's like Teen Titans Go. It's like Teen Titans Go. (laughs) Yeah, except it strangely worked for Sonic because it's like, I mean, and I say this lovingly as a fan of Sonic for literally my entire life. It's like he acknowledged that he was a joke. And because there's a moment when they're falling and like him, Amy and Knuckles are falling down in the sky and Tails calls in on the uh, headset and goes, okay, guys. Y'all are going to need to do this and this and this. Roger. And Knuckles goes, who's Roger? And Sonic goes, I think he's talking to me. Because the voice actor is Roger Craig Smith. See, that's funny. (laughs) That's. It should have been what they did in the first place. Because this is a different developer, right? 
I believe so. It, it's Big Red Button, I think, was the developer. Yeah, they handed it off to them, which which is a lot of people are weird, like weirded out by that. Though my it favorite is everything. <laughs> no, my favorite thing. My okay. Are you familiar with like when they made the meme template out of, out of SpongeBob where that episode where uh, Squidward has Mr. Krabs cooking and he finds out Krabs is a terrible cook because he actually was a janitor, not a chef. Yes. Yeah. So they made a meme template of that, of like Sega being Squidward and they see the abomination that is like uh, Sonic Boom and Squidward looks over at like Mr. Krabs, who's big red button going, I thought you said you worked on 3D platformers, like really good ones like Jack and Daxter. Oh no, I worked on Bubsy 3D. Ouch. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Bro. I was like, dang. I'm not I'm not even gonna <laughs> I'm I'm gonna move on. <laughs> that's that's cruel. I mean, oh I know, but I was like, no, for those of y'all that get that joke, you're welcome. Cause like I said, Boom was just it wasn't the same low point of six. But it did feel like, in terms of quality, it wasn't as bad as like that. Mm. But if like the morale with fans was that low because you had built our hopes back up, and now we were right back at the bottom. Right. I, I think it was it was a different kind of frustration because it was like cool, like you know you have our faith, but it, it was less based on like okay, like you have all this pressure on you and you have to meet these deadlines. It just it just didn't work, and that's too bad because like. You know, now that I'm seeing it was a different developer, like it explains the redesign because I, I didn't know that at first. Yeah. So I kind of understand all of that now. And again, you're going to hear me sound like a broken record. I at least appreciate that they tried different things. That's kind of one of my favorite things about Sonic. And I don't blame them. I mean, yeah, if, like, a gimmick, why not? if a gimmick works, it works. I think what's weird is when they find a gimmick that does work, like the wisps. Mm-hmm. Do work if you do if you implement them correctly. Yes, and they're like never again. And you're like, what? What? That that, that worked though. <laughs> Why would you get rid of that? What do you? We liked that. What? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, like we're not saying you should suddenly like you know have them every five inches. Yeah, but like, like sporadically use them like a power up. That's fine. But like, the crazy uh, thing about Sonic Boom is that it literally forced the Sonic franchise to go silent for three years. Which is crazy. Oh, can we talk about what's happening at this time? Because on the on Twitter mm-hmm. with Sonic, because it was my favorite time. It's back when I actually still liked Twitter, which should tell you something. And <laughs> Twitter is a place. <laughs> out of all the social media platforms I've ever been on, Twitter is one of them. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect way to describe it, uh, at least in a polite, clean manner. But um, is around this time. When a guy, I can't remember, like something web, he took over as the lead social media person for Sonic's Twitter. And the person before that just kind of did your basic, you know, like they would only tweet like, hey, this game's coming out or, you know, like the typical like corporate stuff you would expect. When this guy took over, he became a meme lord overnight. <laughs> because like, like he was Wendy's, like, Wendy's account level. Troll. Yeah, like it, it was around the same time. Like they both like started becoming that way at the same time, and he was openly like, and this is like the it's, it officially says Sonic the Hedgehog with a blue check. So Sonic is officially calling out his own like bad games or like bad lore decisions, and people are like, "What the heck?" Because the guy said 
he believes that if Sonic, like, was created, like, Sonic of the 90s would absolutely be a meme lord. Because, like, that's his attitude. And, uh, and he embraced it. And it worked. It actually did more good for his image than a game ever could, which is the weirdest thing to say. Because they had one time where they got the voice actors of, of Eggman and Sonic to answer fan questions. And someone asked him a question about the time he kissed a girl in Sonic 06. And Roger Craig Smith just suddenly goes, I, I don't want to talk about it. We don't, we, we don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> he should have done it in the Sonic voice. Hey, we no, don't talk about that, man. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Sonic voice. He was like, we don't, we, I don't want to talk about it. That was a dark time. I'm saying we should have. <laughs> hey, man, well, dark time. I don't want to talk about it. So we're going to move on fast. Basically, it was, but it was like, it was self, it was self deprecating, very referential, like just taking a good, like acknowledging the mistakes, which is, it was one of those things of fans not realizing that's what they've wanted the whole time. It's just Sega to finally go, we understand we've screwed up. Acknowledge them. Literally. Acknowledge <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> it reminds me of... Um, um, it's kind of... The one thing about kind of that, I don't want to say descent, ascent into madness, is that it, it also avoided the trap of becoming Deadpool. Where yes. everything is a joke. And oh, yeah. I'm really glad that they avoided that because I, I, I do like Deadpool, but I like Deadpool in doses. And mm-hmm. I know Deadpool's like everyone's favorite meme, meme lord, edge lord, yeah. fourth wall breaking person. For me, I can only take so much of it. And no, that's it's, coming from someone who genuinely really likes the character. <laughs> but everyone's kind of, to an extent, I think tried to copy that same lightning in a bottle attempt at stuff. A lot of people accuse Harley Quinn of doing that. I think they're just making Harley Quinn the way Harley Quinn is. So yeah, it's a little different. They've managed to toe that line, but a lot of humor and a lot of like shows and stuff like that have just started getting cheeky in the way that Deadpool sort of only can be. And yeah. It doesn't work. Whereas with Sonic, it's a little different because it's not so immediately immersed in the game and they're not using the actual characters to directly break the fourth wall and be like, Hey, remember that really bad game we made that a lot of people worked hard on that. We're now going to make fun of like, yeah, <laughs> it was made. It was in a way where like you could laugh and like, since you mentioned game grumps earlier, it is well noted of Aaron's love hate relationship with Sonic. So it got <laughs> oh, to the point. Sonic. Yeah. Oh, Sonic best game. <laughs> <laughs> it's well noted. And even that Sonic Twitter account, once it turned into that, they started getting into like, you know, quote unquote, Twitter wars <laughs> with Game Grumps. And they were just having a fun time. And it was so good. And there was, they even got the Mario account, like the Nintendo account in on it. Because Sonic put up like, who, now explain to me why Robotnik, uh, Robotnik's mustache is way better than Mario's. And Nintendo was like, well, Mario actually t- takes care of his. Look how much better his is than R- Robotnik's. And Sonic goes, well, if Mario took as much time, you know, helping Peach as he does on his mustache, maybe she wouldn't get kidnapped so often. <laughs> and people are like, what is happening? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it was just, it was a glorious time. 
like you could it's, it's, it's good like it was, spirited fun yeah and like it was a weird thing like it's almost like you kind of come out, out of the cave going wait i can i can miss, i can be seen in public again and openly wear a sonic shirt and not get like mocked or oh back when he was good now we just all like him again <laughs> yeah <laughs> or everyone pretends to forget they're like oh yeah no i never hated on this it's like I yeah. re- the north remembers pepperidge yeah. farm remembers <laughs> remembers but oh can we talk since you mentioned like spinoff games a lot of the spinoff games that sonic made they were not as good versions of the mario ones like when sonic tried to do an all sega all-stars tennis when they tried to do like other stuff but the one thing they did better and i will hold on to this sonic and friends like all-star racing's transformed mm-hmm. is better than mario kart I think in certain ways that can be argued. Cause I like how, what they did with the, you went from like car to boat to plane and like levels could be completely different depending on like if the levels like mostly car driving, if the level becomes mostly plane driving. Cause the first one was fun. Transformed was a step up. And I'm just sad that Sega never made a third one. Well, I guess they did. They made Sonic team racing, but it was okay. Yeah. So it's man. I don't know. Like, so personal opinion. I know. No, that's not. That's fine. I just I gotta make a I gotta make a statement that some people disagree with sometime at least. But anyway, um, just just to um, make a statement, uh, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need the. I need. We're desperate. I need clicks. Um, Howard but, the uh, Duck is actually good, guys. <laughs> okay, there's just straight up lying. But, um, no, it's a personal opinion. I'm going to take a step over here. So when the lightning bolt comes down of God being like, I can't let a lie that bad go unpunished. Well, but, um, I'm still here. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Let's talk about the movie to kind of wrap, wrap up some things on here. Unless there's something else you want to bring up before we, we kind of go into the sure. whole. No, absolutely. Sure. Cause the I mean, last thing, yeah, go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say, the last thing I would like to talk about is, um, is with Sonic Mania since I, we alluded to it earlier. Yes. Yeah. No. That that's actually a good. Yeah. Um, Sonic Mania is amazing. I even like it's on the same level as well. Actually, I kind of and this is the reason why I say it's kind of to me the video game equivalent of the Snyder Cut, and this is why it was completely fan made. Yeah. And <laughs> initially, they're like when when Sega first caught wind of it, they're like, "Oh no, they're about to do a takedown and." go full Nintendo where they're like, we'll see you in court loser. And yeah, uh, <laughs> get ready to get sued nerd. <laughs> yeah, basically. And Sega just kind of looked down and went, wait, this is actually really good. Hey, how about we give you a lot of money to like polish this up and then we'll release a full game of this. And I'm like, wait, are you serious? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And then we got Sonic mania, which kind of is a, I don't know, kind of like a follow-up to like Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, it's and, basically Sonic Four. Yeah, which out without actually being Sonic Four, because that's not a the 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 first Sonic Four is okay. Sonic Four Part Two or whatever they called it, not good. So um, so Sonic Five uh, basically. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's more like they pulled a uh, they pulled that thing where like you pretend those others don't exist only this does yeah um, what is canon and what is not exactly but 
Sonic Mania is great. And I know some people have a, a gripe against it that has a bunch of like returning levels, which that's fair. And I, and I think part of that is because maybe Sega was a little, I don't know, afraid that maybe fans wouldn't embrace, like they had to put some familiarity in it so fans would give it a chance. So because of the success the game had, I'm hoping that means when they make a second one, because I got to think a second one's going to get made at some point. But, Probably, because th- this was the best reviewed Sonic game in like 15 years. Oh gosh, yeah, since like literally the original Xbox. Right. And so, uh, <laughs> and I'm hoping that with, when they make the, new, the next one, and whether they call it Mania 2 or whatever they call it, um, they just get to do all new levels, everything. Like it's all unique levels. Because unique levels they made, like the Mirage Saloon, Studiopolis, really cool. And it led to this weird thing in the fandom where people are like, hey, look, the fans can do better than the actual developers. And it's like, calm down, first off. Yeah, don't, <laughs> but, don't get too ahead of yourself. <laughs> but uh, it just, it was just nice. For Like I said, like after the Twitter page did so much they could to help like repair the image of Sonic through memes, which might be the only time I've ever heard someone's image being repaired through memes. But, through, um, through Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> I got on Twitter and my life improved. What? What? <laughs> Say that again, just the way you said it. I got yeah, on exactly. Twitter and <laughs> Yeah. But um and of course there's no Sonic Forces and it's mediocre. It's not terrible, but it's not great either. But um I just want to mention Mania because it was just it's it's put the franchise in this interesting spot. Because I don't know when the next Sonic game is coming out because they haven't really announced anything. And considering the last game that Sonic Team made was Balin Wonderland, which did not go over well, I don't know what they're going to do game-wise. So it's just interesting. But before we got to the movie, I wanted to cover that. No, I'm glad you did because Sonic Mania is really cool. Yeah. It's sort of a... You know, it's a jump back to the the basics of the franchise, literally. And mm-hmm. it's fun to kind of have that reminder of like, hey, like not only was this pretty much fan made in a way, but, it, you know, it also got the blessing of the people who were responsible for the course of the franchise because they were like, hey, this is good. Let's actually push this. Let, let's get this. Let's make this happen. And that's really smart because sometimes granted, this didn't have the same level of fear and sort of craziness that came with like the whole release of Snyder Cut movement. Yeah. Just we're just being honest here. Like it was no, sure. nuts too. <laughs> well no, look, Sonic fans are just kind of like, uh like there's a new game coming up. Uh, They're like that meme of like the guy who's fan- like, please. Oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, that, that, that's like, like the closest thing I could think of. Whereas like the Snyder Cut was like just an endless scream. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways it was. Mania was just like the fans getting something they didn't know they wanted mm-hmm. because they were just kind of like jaded to where they're like, I don't know if I can trust you anymore, Sega. And yeah. and then suddenly they got Mania and they're like, oh, maybe I can trust you a little bit. I take it back. <laughs> I'm uh, Sonic Mania is cool. I'm curious to see where they go from here. But, you know, in recent times, we also got, you know, the new Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is really cool. Sonic came back. He's still present. He's still relevant. He's still Sonic. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not going to talk about the whole course of the movie, but no, 
we're going to talk about probably the beginning. We're, I just want to talk about the beginning. <laughs> For sure. The, the, yep. I remember the day that it all happened. <laughs> Where were you? Where were when you, you found, when the when Sonic you found the, dropped? Yeah, when you found the Eldrick Horror that was the original design I remember Sonic. It was a nice evening. The sun was setting. I was sitting in my room and I started getting notifications on YouTube about videos people were making about the Sonic movie. And I was like, oh, they're making a Sonic movie. Like, I'll check it out. That was mistake number one. <laughs> that was. Right. I and the crazy thing about all this is that the people who made this movie went, look, we hear you guys. We're going to fix this. Give us a little bit more time and we'll make this right. I commend that so much because it literally just took like, oh, my gosh, this is horrifying for them. Just go like, well, we'll make it. We'll fix it. We'll make it better for you guys because we want you guys to have a movie that you'll love and enjoy. Yeah. Granted, it was probably really hard for the animators and the special effects people. And I hope that they got paid well. I I really do because they had to put in a lot of work because the reason that we're all talking about this, as many of you know, the Sonic design that they had in the first trailer was the most frightening, horrifying and ugly thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I haven't felt a rep- like I felt something deep down in my soul that I had repressed. I wanted, and- I wanted to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted- I saw that and I just went, y'all found a way to do something worse than 06. I didn't think it could be. Do- they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> it was bad. It was it, so bad. So- he had human teeth. <laughs> this is the one time that I will actually kind of harp on something in the industry because even the people who made it themselves are like yeah no that sucked it, it was just a mistake it, it was bad yeah it had human teeth yeah it, it was this it, it, it looks like they took a hedgehog and then stretched it out and then pushed it its eyes like a, in oh, and then gave it, it looked, like gum teeth and then it, it looked talked. like a person wearing a fursuit <laughs> and it said meow he was like, uh, meow. And I was like, I, I, I don't want to see this Sonic survive the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm cheering for Robotnik on this one. It was, it was horrifying. I was legit. I had nightmares and I'm not even trying know. to like, I'm not even trying to posture. It legitimately gave me the heebie jeebies looking at this weird little thing. Like it kind of looked like weasel from the suicide squad. Except that's by design where this is like, like, like I literally had that Pete Davidson moment. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I saw it jump onto my screen and I was like, <laughs> okay, no, it reminded me of, um, when we, when you first saw the silhouette and it was like all blacked out, but, and people were like, why are his calves so muscular? And I was like, oh, I'm so concerned. Dude, I, and they're playing gangsters paradise. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was just being like, it was so much at once. I was overwhelmed. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Make it stop. <laughs> and the worst part is gangsters paradise is something that like strangely fits with Sonic. Cause he'd be like, I know this doesn't work, but I'm going to make it work. But because of his original design, <laughs> that's the thing is it was just too much all at once. 
if they had had the design that they changed it to, but kept Gangster's Paradise, it would have been perfectly fine. But I, it was sensory overload to the point where I almost wanted to vomit and not because of the design, but I was just like, I am overwhelmed with sense, like just so much sensory attack. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, and, and here's the thing. This that trailer came out not too long after Detective Pikachu's trailer. Mm-hmm. So people are literally going, here's how you do it correctly. Here's how you do it incorrectly. And it reminds, like, they were using the, the road to El Dorado meme going on the one hand, you know, uh, <laughs> gold on the other painful, agonizing horror. Like, ooh. <laughs> the, or the guy looking <laughs> to press a button and he's like, like original Sonic design. Finish Sonic design. <laughs> I a part of me though does want to see the original cut of this movie with like the old terrifying Sonic design. I'm good. Some things I know you're good. I know you're good, but Caleb, I want to see it. You can see it. Some things need to stay in the Pandora's box. I will not make you watch it with me, but if ever it gets released, I will I will pay money to watch it. <laughs> I will support everyone who worked on that project. Number one, again, they went back and redid it, and it looked great. No, as soon as they saw it, all the fans unanimously sat there and just went, they went, yeah, was that so difficult? Why wouldn't you just do That's all you had to do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand, because it's like the thing with the old design, as terrifying as it is, they still put a lot of effort into it, which is really, like, I feel so bad, because even though, yeah, it was what it was. You could, it's just, I can't even imagine what it was like when all that dropped and then they got wind of it and they're just like, Ugh. yeah, but Ugh. here's the thing. <laughs> it must be so know, crushing, dude. But here's the thing. I will say that like, I think this also shows like, if your fans come out with legit, like legit complaints and you listen to them, mm-hmm. They will like they'll they'll pay it they'll pay it forward, yeah. And they we very much did because Sonic was insanely successful financially. It like, and of course you know obviously it was right before the pandemic, mm-hmm. like and all the lockdowns happened, but like it made ridiculous amounts of like profit back. Yeah, and because fans were just like, oh my gosh, you actually listened to us. It, it, for once, fans didn't feel like they were being kicked while they were down and being told, like, you're going to like this because we told you to. <laughs> and they're like, you listened. That's all. And they're like, that's all we ever wanted. Right. And the, it and was it, just, it was, it was great. The thing with this was that it was very unanimous and that no one liked it. Like, I didn't see anyone online who was like, well, I actually kind of like it. Everyone I knew was like legitimately frightened. Yeah. It, it just, I mean, it was a genuine misfire and no one is perfect. So like, I kind of almost feel in a way that that happening was almost to the benefit of that movie. Oh, I, I think especially now they've shown like, you know, I mean, those I've seen, I mean, it's not a spoiler at the very end, you know, tell shows up and I'm sad they're putting knuckles in the second movie and not waiting until the third movie. Mm-hmm. So they could call it Sonic three and knuckles. That would it's be right cool. there. But cool. oh well. But they showed like they saw photos from set where they had like some stand-in statues for the three of them, mm-hmm. and all three of them look exactly like their video game counterparts from the Genesis era. 
And people were just like, thank you. That's all we want. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll show up. It was, I think, Valentine's Day weekend. Alm and I went on Valentine's Day. That was our Valentine's Day movie. We loved it. We had the time of our lives. Alma was laughing so hard and we were just yeah. enjoying ourselves. And I was like, this is exactly what I wanted from Sonic. Like, not everyone's going to love it. Not everyone's going to think it's perfect. But it, it would have been a bummer if they had released the movie originally as it was. Because it wouldn't have done as well because of the design. Oh, and heck it, no. and it was mean, a fun movie. And Jim Carrey was amazing in it. It's <laughs> and, a, and apparently he, okay, because initially he was actually against all the fan backlash, being like, you're just bullying people into doing what you want. Mm-hmm. But then when the movie did as successful as it does, he very much was like, oh, I understand now. It was just fans being passionate and like being like, no, we want to support you. Just please make this one change. Right. And there's a thin line <laughs> that <yeah>. you walk. <laughs> and uh, no, but apparently while they've been, when they film, while they were filming the sequel, Jim Carrey said like, this is the most fun he's had filming in years. Mm-hmm. Like he's completely relaxed. He's, which is like, cause I'm not going to lie the way it ends, like him looking like Robotnik, like shaved head, crazy mustache. And you saw him starting to develop a gut. I am looking forward to what he's going to look like in the sequel. I'm so excited. I can't, I can't wait, dude. I'm curious as to, do we know who they casted for like knuckles? I heard his original. I heard it's going to be the rock, but stop, stop. That's amazing. I know, I, I've also heard it might be John Cena. Don't, don't give me hope. <laughs> don't. Which, it could be, it could like, be it, Shamar Moore. Could be Shamar Could be Moore, too. Who that's well, a great say, choice like, as well. <laughs> yeah, no, these are but I'm gonna say if if they are down between Cena and The Rock, I'm like, I'm just gonna go, t- go ahead and tell you guys. I'm happy with either choice you make because either one of them would nail it. <laughs> you know who else would be amazing? Who? Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just so I can say the line from the famous rap in the no, in the second game, it's like, my name is Knuckles. Unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle. Wait, Stop. what? <laughs> <laughs> like, n- no. That's an actual rhyme. We don't, let it happen. Don't, don't run it back. <laughs> We're going to forget um, that that one ever happened. <laughs> though I would respect the Look, in the movie, they acknowledge Sonic. So they might acknowledge that song. Acknowledge me. <laughs> but I also I would be down if they cast someone like completely out of left field even if we like don't even know who it is or like or even better if it's a voice actor who has like deep yes. deep clout or I'm just gonna say if, Steve Blum because someone like that or, gra- or grab like because one of the nitpicks I have that I really don't like that they do with movies like this is I understand when you get like James Marsden and, you know, Robotnik and you get Jim Carrey to play Robotnik because, you know, they're playing actual live action people. I get that. But why aren't you getting the video game voice actors to do the movies? There. Because like they're holding down the fort. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I've, they could also be busy. They, they could also be busy I, and it could be like a contractual thing that they already have with other like. That's the thing about voice actors, like especially voice actors like them. Normally, 
Like right, no, I get it's I'm an sure. extensive schedule that it's probably hard for them to just like take over. Granted, I don't know, but it's just I see it all the time. Like, uh, it's kind of like the the voices, like the penguins of Madagascar. Mm-hmm. The voices were different when they had their own TV show, except for Skipper, same guy. But the other three were different voices. Budget, but when too. they had their own, oh that, but. That always kind of like irks me a little bit when it's just like your video game at like it's like if you make an if they made an animated Batman like another a new animated Batman movie based off the animated series. I'm going to be expecting, you know, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill and Tara Strong. Yeah, I I get get other people. Yeah. So my left field would be what if they just went and got the whoever the guy is that does the current voice of Knuckles in the games. I would be happy with that too. I, I really don't mind at this point. I, I have kind of faith in them. They've sort of given me no reason to doubt them anymore, which is so it's funny true. because like a couple years ago, if you'd said that to me when that first trailer dropped, you would have looked at me like I was a crazy person, but they, oh, they yeah. have my trust now that I, I, I feel good about where they're going with this and they can cast whoever they want. And if they do choose a video game actress, that would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, if you had told me, because I remember when I first heard like Sony first announced they're making a Sonic movie back in like 2018, uh-huh. they were just that's when they like announced they had no script written, nothing. They just announced, "Hey, we're doing this." And I remember as soon as I heard that, I was just like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> On a scale of one to Sonic Underground, how bad is this gonna be? And if you know what that is, I'm so sorry to remind you of it. But we got lucky. <laughs> we, <laughs> we really did. It, it's we, probably we, the best video game movie yeah i mean especially i mean one that's based off of a pre-existing franchise right apparently from what i've been hearing i mean i'll have to see it myself but i've been hearing free guy apparently is really good that's i i hope so because i feel like i've been seeing trailers for that movie for like three years now i was like yeah, when even, is this movie gonna come out i'm yeah, even, even deadpool made fun of that when he did the thing with Korg. you're like didn't this movie come out last year I don't know. I feel like I've been watching the trailer for it forever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, I would agree. Like, I think it's the best one. Like, but of something that's based on a pre-existing IP, not mm-hmm. something that's telling an original story, like free guy does or wreck it. Ralph does. Um, yeah. Right. When I yeah, say video game movies, I don't mean like a video game is the theme of it. It's based off the story of like a video game. That, oh, that's yeah, what then, I mean. Then, yeah, then for sure it is. Cause It'd be the best movie because the best show is still going to be Castlevania, but the best movie is Sonic. Right. Which I just want to clap. <laughs> I know, I'm so happy. Because <laughs> I, if this episode has not shown you why, if like 10 years ago you had like told me and like me in college, Hey, Sonic is going to have one of the best, if not the best video game movie adaptation ever. One, I'd be confused how you found me. Two, <laughs> um, I would be looking at you going, I don't know what you're on, but you need to sit down before you become a harm to society because <laughs> you are talking nonsense. Or I would just start doing that, you know, jo- the J- uh, J.J. Jameson laugh from Spider-Man 3. Jeez. Because I'm like, there's no way. There's no way Sonic would like actually do something correct. And it's like, oh, they did. <laughs> like of the tides of turn. 
Oh, the how the turntables. Turn <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. So, oh, I love Sonic. Yeah. Ooh, and Sonic. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just great that it's in a good place now, which is such a strange thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to end it on and, that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's the best part to end it. Like, like you were saying earlier, I hope something mania related comes out. I mean, obviously, I know like with 2020 being what it was, who knows what kind of like issues that gave like in terms of production. Maybe they had to like just stall some things. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping another mania like game gets made. Uh, also, they made like some Sonic like short like film things to go along with mania when they made the DLC for it. I'm kind of hoping to make more of those because they're just genuinely entertaining and fun. Agreed. But, um, so it's in a good place. And I, for once, for probably the first time since I owned a Dreamcast, I'm sitting there going, I can't wait to see what they do with Sonic. <laughs> uh, it's, it's exciting. It, it is cool because, like, I've grown up with Sonic since I was little kid that's what growing up with them means anyway (laughs) i don't know it happens to the best of us guys i (laughs) have grown up with this franchise i love this franchise through all of its flaws and through all of its highs and lows i just i like the the world of sonic and what it's created and having that movie kind of be something that gave me a renewed faith in whatever we're going to see in the future hopefully we get more games sonic's always going to be relevant so i'm yeah. I'm, I'm just pretty happy with where it's at right now. It, it's really cool. And it's, it's renewing to know that an IP that, you know, you've held kind of dear for well decades now. Wow. I'm mm-hmm. turned 23 decades. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. We <laughs> slow down. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to what's going to come next. And, you know, hopefully this is something that, you know, they continuously have home runs or they continuously do well. That would make me incredibly happy. Guys, Sonic the Hedgehog, he's back, baby, and he's got to go fast. But you know what doesn't have to go fast? The amount of time you spend listening on our podcast. You should take your time listening to all of our episodes, every single episode we've got. This is our 54th episode, guys. We, we love doing this. This is so mm-hmm. much fun. We're everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Overcast. We're on CastBox. We're everywhere. You cannot hide from us. And on these platforms, you can find the Suicide Squad episode. You can find our episode on New Jack. You can find our episode on Edge. All these movies that we have, all these TV shows that we talk about, all these wrestlers we talk about, all these wrestling pay-per-views we explore, it's there. And if you want to keep listening to us, these are the places to do it because we love your support. We love the fact that we can have this big conversation about things that we love and care about. So please keep listening and keep enjoying the things that you love, just like we love and enjoy Sonic. So guys, I'm Austin cook. And I am Caleb McLemore. We are the internet world order. We will see you guys soon. See you guys. <laughs>